You are now listening to an Open Mind Industries production. Welcome to Open Mind Industries Podcast, The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. Hey guys, welcome to episode 89 of the Mind Unleashed. As we always do, let's give a few shoutouts to everybody. How are you? How are you guys doing? How is everybody doing? How has COVID been for you? Hope you guys are still employed. It's been a while. It's been a while around this episode. Pretty much going to be talking about, um, you know, theme parks. What the hell has been going on with that? Deep dive into my theme park life. Um... What's been going on with the layoffs with Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, pretty much all the crazy shit. Did you guys deep dive? Um, it's been wild. Uh, it's been a wild few months, wild few days. Um, so let's get to it, man. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope some of you who have been in the theme park industry hang in there. We love you. It's been a fucking wild ride. Hoping, um, you know, this it's better. I thought I thought going back was gonna be weird and it was it, it has been had been back to work only for a few months. Um can't even say how wild it's been for being gone from fucking March and then uh you know, going back even only for a few months now then what's uh June, July, August, September, now October. So I've been only working for five months, and it's fucking been wild. Uh, you know, you couldn't script this shit. I mean, honestly, like, when I got hired back in 07 for Universal Orlando, I was, you know, out of a job for shit. For about five years, because I did some naughty shit, and I will speak about that. Uh, you know, I I got busted into a fucking little scheme thing about, you know, going into uh, Sears, now that Sears is fucking whatever, and, you know, using a glitch in a computer system to take money, and, uh, you know, it digitally, and it's now that I'm cleared from all that, and it's been, you know, fucking 14 years now with Universal, um, you know, and I've been good, and so many stories, I could write books of what I know about Universal, and the stories that happen on game day, uh, instances with guests, and stolen items, and lost, you know, money plants, and all that shit, you guys would not believe our stories, if we could write a book, you would never believe us, um, it's, it's weird, it's weird how you go into a job every day, and, um, you know, you just, you come back more, it's exhausting, it's something, like, I could never imagine it be, it's hard to go into a job. Um, I, I don't know if I want to say normal. Normal job. I don't, I don't know what a normal job is. Uh, maybe a desk job. I I don't know. Um, but for us in the theme park world and people that work in the theme park, you know, if you're working in this, you're working in all different climates, heat, humidity, every day of the fucking week, weekends, you're dealing with anything from lowest to tens to like 7,000. The highest that I've ever been involved in was 53,000. Yeah. And, 
It's it's fucking terrifying, you know. It's fucking terrifying. Some days, I don't know if you've seen the old Harry Potter uh, stuff, but I was involved in that little sequence of when we opened up Forbidden Journey. We call we called FJ. Um, it, it, I was standing literally in my um, Margaritaville, choppers flying over us, literally. Telling people, I'm sorry, you did not make it in. Um, to, you know, you'll make it in. I was today, but you're not able to FJ and being cursed on every fucking language on a man, being called a cunt, bitch, all that shit. I've, I've been called it all. You know, um, you know, you have no idea what we've been through. We, we came all this way and why we've been treated this way and all this shit. It's, it's just like, you never come to the theme parks on a holiday. But uh, let me, you know, deep dive into, you know, my, my experience with the company and, and what it's been like. In, Working at Theme Park, would I trade it for the world? Uh, honestly, no. It's hard to um, take a step, take a step into uh, another company, uh, working for maybe a Walmart or Target or something like that. Nothing compares to a fucking theme park life. Like when I finally came here to move from New York, um, Scotia, New York. You know, I lived in, grew up in Albany, New York. Uh, I was connected to, I was connected to New York. I moved to Scotia, New York. Uh, I've had all my surgeries done in Troy and stuff like that. So, like I said, our biggest thing was, you know, it's trying to find new jobs, stuff like that. And Florida, or, you know, New York was good to me. Very much so, but there's not much there, uh, job wise. Either you're working for a grocery store, maybe a dealership, maybe for a fucking Dunkin' Donuts, what have you. Um, you're working, and most of my friends that are on Facebook, um, you know, looking, and most of them are in the, uh, you know, doing roofing or fucking concrete work, which nothing wrong with that, nothing good, you know, nothing wrong with any of that kind of work, because you make fucking great money, great benefits, all that good stuff like that. But uh, it's weird that you, you know, you come from that, and then you come to you know, Florida, which, you know, mostly is entertainment. You know, um, either you're working for, you know, same thing here, you're working for one of the doctor's offices, or you're working for, uh, you know, gas station, or you're working for fucking some medical thing. Um, but the theme parks as a whole are the biggest revenue builders for Florida, you know, and tourism, and what, you know, companies like Fun Spot, Legoland, Gatorland, stuff like that. When I came here back in 2001 with my mom and, you know, her. Uh, my mom's ex-boyfriend's kid and stuff like that. My brother, you know, my uncle was still kicking. We went to go to Universal. That was like the biggest thing we've ever done. Um, you know, if you could have told me in 07, holy shit, you're going to be working for Universal, you know. My mom was like, okay, it's time to find out. I applied for, I think, how many jobs did I apply for? Got her. I think I applied for about three to four jobs. I applied for Disney, I applied for Universal, and I applied for SeaWorld, but mom was like, it's time for you to find a job. Now, I'm going to be very open in this episode, so I'm not going to give away all the damn secrets to Universal and how it runs and what all the secret things are and how you can get into the park, you know, and secrets and shit. It's not about that. It's been a while, right, for us people in the theme park industry. I just want to speak about what it's like to be a theme park worker. And what my, my journey was with this company, and still is, uh, knock on wood, knock on the computer that I'm recording this on, the fucking Zoom recorder, um, 
it's been time to record another podcast. It's been hell for a lot of us. It's been fucking crazy. My hair just fucking messed up because we're chilling it, and you know, uh, I still need to get a haircut. Uh, it's been a while. I, I think I haven't gotten a haircut since Ku. No, since yeah, since I got back, as Beetlejuice would say, like quarantine's over. So quarantine, and now now, so it's been over about a month or a couple months uh, since I've gotten a haircut. Um, as you can see, for those who watch the videos. Shaved, uh, you know, just my own discussion of the face mask we have to look for work, like that. But let me kind of dig into it. So, I, uh, I pretty much got to Florida. We got here in early April, and the goal was to finally find a job. Ollie was fucked. Ollie did some bad shit with Sears, and, you know, got fucking did my restitution, did my community service, paid my dues to society. I did everything I needed to do. We'll never do it again, because I'm a fucking stupid ass for even falling with it. Took the blame for everybody. And, uh, I put that in the back, the back seat. You know, I was interrogated the wrong way by people that interrogated me at Sears. Um, the funny part is, when I came back, I was already employed with, uh, Universal for three to four years. So I was having a good run with, still having a good run with Universal. Still looking to transfer into entertainment and stuff like that around the park. Um, I started, and, you know... So I went back for vacation, you know, it was time for vacation, you put your hours and stuff like that. Told the boss, I'm like, hey man, I'm gonna fly back to New York for the month. And he goes, so I, I began this ritual of like going back to New York um, for one month, for one month, and I would usually be towards the end of the run because you can't, in summer, you really can't take time off during the August months when they kind of do your plateau. Um, so you get kind of used to that routine to get like Christmas, holiday, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you fly through months so fucking fast. Uh, in the theme parks, it's insanity. You think, like, working at a desktop? No, you fly through months of, like, okay, today is fucking Tuesday. It's Halloween Hornets. Like, right now, Halloween Hornets will be happening, but right now, we're going through the COVID shit. I promise we'll talk about all this. Um, it's probably gonna be a long episode, so fucking sit back. Um, and, you know, if you don't like it, turn it the fuck off, or just don't, you know, whatever. But, I'm talking about me, and what it's been to me, so, uh, so yeah, I did my shit, completed on here in April, did the application, Universal was the first one to hire, call me. Uh, automatically fucking brought in, I first up, I can literally show you my ID, but I'm not going to show it. Uh, can I, should I show it, should I show it for y'all? <laughs> Let me block some stuff on it, because I can't show you. Uh, yeah, block something. Uh, yeah, let me block. Yeah, we block, we block that. So there it is, day one photo. This has not changed in uh, this has not changed in many years. Uh, that photo was taken in 07, April '07. Uh, was it 2015? No, sorry. Uh, April 16th, April 16th, my anniversary with Universal. Um, it's been insanity. It's been crazy. So, yeah, I get this call from Universal and, uh, nervous and stuff like that. So I'm gonna go through my whole entire hiring process and then to what the company's been to me. Um, get a call back. So I were told to report. I put on these fucking stupid khaki pants, the shirt you see that I still own somewhere. I think I finally donated it or whatever. It's like, it wore some shitty shirt. You go in, there used to be a, um, huge, like, T-Rex in Jurassic Park. Now it was cut in half and it's put inside the horror makeup show. 
So if you look into horror makeup, a lot of which is now inoperable, because uh, entertainment has to be in there, unfortunately, because of our, our, our social distancing and stuff like that. We're allowed to go in there and do door cuts, etc. Um, but you'll see him there. So I always tell somebody, I'm like, that was, that was in the fucking Universal HR lobby when I got hired. The higher hired is you have to sign the security. Again, I can't give all the details of how it's done, but you, you go there and you'll understand. So you just go in, you check on security, they call your name. And I was nervous, man. It's been like six years since I've had a job because I've fucking paid my debt to society, you know, spent, you know, you know a couple nights in jail and then had to pay restitution to the company and all that shit like that. But we're going to go into all this. Um, so you get hired, and I was hired in probably about five minutes. Um, I told Lady my, uh, Um, you know, you brought in a night, like, tell me a story about, like, your best thing, so I couldn't <laughs> say serious, I could just do my old job, which is Price Chopper, for those living in upstate New York, you know what the hell that is, it's a grocery store, <laughs> like, Publix or Winn-Dixie and stuff like that, so I'm getting text my, my lady's trying to, that's fine, um, um, you know, it's like Winn-Dixie or Publix. Public subs, by the way, are the fucking best things you'll probably eat better than Subway. I highly recommend them if you're here in Florida. Uh, hands down, best things I've ever eaten. Um, I probably popped another video. Um, but yeah. Uh, so anyway, you get hired, and I was, I she must have felt bad for me or something or whatever. But she hired me. She said, you know what? I think you're perfect fit for this company. Let's, let's get you in. And get hired, get my freaking background checked out with my finger. You want to tell people now at Universal, like, yeah, they, they fingerprint you know, like, no, they don't. I'm like, yes, they do. So, yes, they do. They fingerprint you, you can get background check because you're working around children and families and stuff like that. And you want to make sure people are on the up and up. So, I, um, I get hired. I get hired at Poseidon's Fury, for those who don't know. It's closed down right now just due to capacity and stuff like that. And it's got the water vortex. I don't know if you guys know who Creed is. Creed is. The band, you know, they did a fucking, or they went to the Vortex, and they filmed a little couple of things at, uh, at, uh, Poseidon, they had this, like, cover shot, I think it was, like, Rolling Stones or whatever, they took the photo, pretty cool, uh, anyway, um, so, like, get fingerprinted the next day, I get called back, I'm like, hey, like, here's your new stuff, you got a report, you know, they give you this paper thing, you get a report to, you know, this thing, be dressed up, for your first day of orientation, yada, 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 so, I, uh, you know, get all that. Next day, I get called from Universal Loss Prevention or, or, or Investigations. Again, I paid my debt to society. I literally got tried as... I'm speaking about my life, because I should speak to you guys, honestly and truthfully. Um, what I was tried with was grim. Larceny turned on the pet of larceny. We stole some money. I stole some cash digitally, and there were more people involved. I just took all the blame for everybody, and I will fucking never do that again. You... Get snitches, get stitches, and I kept my fucking mouth shut. I took the blame for everybody. And that's the fucking stupidest thing to fucking do. Everybody else is, you know, they're doing great. Everybody else has got better jobs and stuff like that. And well, I can't say that now. Most people are fucking fighting. Three of the people that I know are fighting for jobs right now because they're hurting. Um, and one of them actually had the balls to ask me for some tickets. So I was like, nah, fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah, joke's on him. Uh, anyway. Uh, you know. You, I was 
had to go to the court again, and my mom worked for a lawyer at the time and got me out of this shit, and pretty much got an attorney that was high up, did uh, pro bono, and his, his fee was like almost $2,100, like an hour, almost $2,000 an hour. And literally, he looked through it, he goes, listen, man, you were tried as this, 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 they should have tried you as this, they, they, inter they interviewed you wrong, you know. I, I pretty much did the, the incident before I was 18, and now I'm, like, clean and clear. So anyway, when you, get, you get fingerprinted, the FBI record was still up, and everything got squished. I was told, okay, go ahead and apply for a job, it's time for you to get back in the fucking workforce, and stuff like that. So Universal pretty much, you know, they fingerprint you, and, and uh, I, I couldn't really speak about it, I didn't know. And I was like, I can't really know, like, well, we need you to speak about it. So the next day, I told my mom, I was like, I, I don't know what to do. So I called my attorney that night. My attorney was like, listen, uh, go to Universal tomorrow. Ask for so-and-so. It's a private company. They got to, you know, whatever. So um, I think I went with my aunt. My aunt worked for the city of Orlando at the time. It was parking administration or whatever. She did, like, a lot of the events in Citrus Bowl and stuff like that. If you don't know what that is, it's a peak, pretty much arena that they do a lot of college football games in, like Sugar Bowl and stuff like that. Um, I used to pass it every day on the bus once I got hired for Universal. Um, so anyway, going with her, I didn't really speak. Um, I just said, hey, I need to speak with you guys. So we, we sat down with their people, and um, I beat the record. I beat the Florida Statures by six months. Literally by six months. They were like, okay, we're going to give him a chance. He's paid his debts. He's done to Universal. Literally, Teresa, I don't know if you're going to be able to do she literally looked at the stuff, she goes, alright, I just need a record saying it's been squished, it's been cleaned, the FBI said it's clear. Literally, when you get arrested, you have five different records. So, well, one for the state police, one for the local police, and then one for the, I think it's like, one for the FBI. So, I had all my records from that. The FBI, yeah, know everything about you. Tattoos, piercings, everything, they know everything. Nothing new. <laughs> what I've learned, my mugshots are all probably gone. Um, I don't know, I don't even care anymore. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, I mean, my aunt had to speak up for me, and she said, like, listen, he's a good kid, he's been, he paid his debts, he's done, I've done more, I see, I did fucking, I was our house arrest for six months, and all, I did all my stuff anyway, so, that's all been squished. Um, and at 14 years at Universal, hasn't said anything, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like I said, if I wrote stories, you guys would never believe us. Person giving birth on a ride, happened. Uh, uh, anyway, so... You know, I speak up, she's like, you know, okay, we're going to give you a shot, so we need you to report. So I had to get a whole new list of where I needed to report the next day, I had to get clothing and stuff like that, um, I had to get new shoes. What do I work for a theme park? You got to buy a lot of fucking shoes, <laughs> depending on what venue you're going to work at. Like, say, if you're in park services, you can buy some of their shit, but, like, you want to get some good shoes, like Skechers. So if you're working for the theme park, guys, please, Skechers are where to go. Not, don't get that shitty non-slip, get that good non-slip. Because, like, you're walking on every surface, knowing the man backstage or in front of the house. Like, uh, it's crazy. It's insanity. Like, even my, my Disney peeps are, like, saying the same thing. Like, they got a new shoe shop, but I still never go into that. I still get my Skechers. I've learned that the hard way, too. And don't go to Payless and get some shitty-ass shoes. And I wear steel toe now, and I'll talk about that why I wear that in just a second. But anyway, uh, you, you know, I got my new paperwork. I was told to report. Had my ID, uh, they handed me my ID and said, okay, man, we'll see you Monday, so, needless to say, <laughs> like I said, 14 years now with Universal and it's still continuing, it, I, I wouldn't suspect that my mom's worked for Disney, stepdad's worked for Disney, um, and a funny story about, a Disney story and all, because it's going to be a long 
fucking rambling podcast, but I want you guys to know what it's like to be an employee, and what my journey has been with the company, um, and what it's like to be an employee, and what's it like day to day, um, so, day one was weird, uh, you know, you get in, and you have to report, and you go into this huge training room, I won't say where it is, uh, but you go into it, and, uh, Sit down, there's all these people, you know, huge tables, and you sit down. And I was nervous as shit, I'm behind some dude. And then the first day is kind of introductions to what the company is, uh, aka Disney's traditions, is all my Disney cast members will tell you. It's kind of like a rundown of what the company does, what, you know, what the goals are, you know, what, what's expected to be. Your day two is kind of like all your paperwork, your BRAC systems, like, you know, separate. Lotto, you know, you learn all this stuff, like security stuff, your codes, you know, where you're going to be. Your day three is like, oh my god, that's like, they cram it into your fucking head so fast. You're doing all your training up, like, you haven't even been on the job yet. Your day three is like, oh shit. Um, and day three could be like, you have like a day of training and then like, maybe a week off, like, because you're busy, or maybe your other job, mostly work two jobs. And then it would your day three, where you finally get to go to your venue that you've been selected for, where you work. And then you're taken on to the job, and then they're like, okay, so your, day, your training day with us <laughs> starts here. Uh, get ready to, you know, do with that. So you got to make sure you have your shoes, proper shoes, proper wardrobe. Back in the day, which as people who've been there, Universal, uh, had, oh, wardrobe's much different now. I can't really speak much of, I can't really tell you all the ins and outs of, like, how it's built and stuff like that. I can just tell you what I, I know. I just trying to, for security reasons, I just don't want to say. Um, but you'd go in, and there'd be numbers like A, B, C, D above, like, this thing, and then you'd have to, like, remember your fucking number. I even, like, my first day, ah, uh, the lady falls me my pants, and she goes, she goes, what size are you? I said, I'm, uh, you know, I've worked at Poseidon, so they, but you, you, you look it up online, Poseidon's very see what they wear. Um, and I had some, some pretty cool fucking people there, so I started. And... You know, I spoke about my, my, my journey, how I got to Universal, and with them and people, and everybody was like, hey man, shit happens, you know, you know, you're, I mean, they, you put you on a six month probation to, you know, not fuck up at the venue, not get a safety, I'll tell you what the safeties are, and safeties can be anything from, uh, you know, you just did something wrong in a position you should not be doing, and then you were locked down in that position, so if you're trying to transfer up to Horror Nights or another position in the company, you kind of can't without getting good recommendations, and, and yada yada yada. Which I have. I have good recommendations and I have good record with Universal. Stupid things have happened. You know. <laughs> but I, I'm clear on all fronts. Uh, yeah, stupid things. Um, but anyway. So you go there, you get your friend. I remember I argued with the lady. I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm like, I'm like, I'm 30 30. She gets 30 30. I went, you don't look like I have 30 30. And I'm like, want to bet. Help for those who are just starting in the company who may get hired in the future. Make sure. Uh, you go up two pant sizes because the pant sizes that you usually get are shrunk down because of the wash. Uh, you can do take-home wardrobe. I don't do that. They give you a thing called walk time if you're in operations, which I am in. Uh, which walk time is, it's like in case you walk into work and you dress up and then you walk to your venue. You, you know, go in the building, you sit in the break room or whatever, you can get your breakfast, you can get your breakfast or whatever you're doing in the morning. Most people arrive like 30, 40 minutes early just so they can like sit down, have coffee, kind of, you know, implode from the fucking morning that they have had, or flat tire, you know, shit like that. Or talk to another co-worker and just sit and chill and check their phone, check Facebook, what have you. Obviously, Facebook and MySpace were... MySpace was the biggest thing after that. Facebook became after that, and it blew the fucking world. Um, um, so, yeah, so, like, she didn't believe I'm 30-30, but 
again, back to wardrobe, so you would have to know your number. Mine was N461. I don't know how the fuck I still remember that for 14 years, but I do. <laughs> um, and the conveyor thing would be, they type it in, thing would they check your slot, and you have like this fucking bag, and then like a mesh bag, and then it would have like your gear, or your like your name tag, stuff like that. Because you don't want to take your name tags home. I, I realized, people for a theme park do not wear your name tags outside of work, and I don't know why people do take home. Fuck that shit. People be stopping you all the time for tickets. All the time. You'd be like, oh, you work for Universal? I, I got you. I got you. You got me? Yeah, I got you. You know? I can you like? They never need one ticket. They only need like eight. Now, I can't confirm or deny. Like you know, but it happens all the time, man. People be like, eh, you know. But yeah, no matter where you go, you get stopped at Walmart. Like people asking, oh, like can you help me with tickets? Sometimes, like I've had cool people that I've worked with, like you know, my my local people, like my barber and stuff like that. I'd hand them over a ticket because they were chill as fuck. Or my neighbors, they did something nice. They were so broke when I first started. Uh, probably like year two, year three. I did give them uh, uh, like five passes. They were broke as shit. Like shitty rundown car to barely relocate. The guy was a mechanic and stuff. Real nice guy, but you know, just barely making ends meet. You know, barely making ends meet. So I snuck uh, passes into the mailbox, and I didn't tell them. I was like, hey, he was like, oh, we're, like, where do you work? We start chatting one day. He's like, oh, where do you work? I was like, yeah, universally. It's like, yeah, so you taking the bus all the time? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know. I was like, what do you, have you guys ever been? I'm like, nah. So, I decided that I had enough passes. So, I, I trans, I, like, uh, I gave him, uh, I gave him, like, four or five passes. And, uh, shockingly, like, the next day, there was a 24-pack of Mountain Dew and uh, a couple beers, a uh, six-pack of beer waiting on my doorstep. And it was a thank you card because, like, they had never been able to do that. So, that was kind of cool to do for somebody who's never been. And, uh, probably the nicest thing I've ever done. Like, I, I, I help people out that, you know, if you're cool with me, I'll, like, I'll give you a pass or whatever. Because barely, we fucking barely use them. I got friends and family that come in. I try to hang on to them as much as I can, because when family, family, family do come in, we blood, sweat, and tears for these tickets. So, when they come in, it's like, hey, like, 90 of us are coming. They're like, 90 of you? Shit. So it's like a one-day pass. You take them around. You, you've got to be the fucking tour guide. So, we're like, all your coworkers are like, hey, what are you doing here? And you're like, taking the family through. Oh, yeah. And they all... Salute you because they all fucking know that headache. People arguing, yelling, we're gonna go to shit or arriving late in the park. Hey, we'll be there by seven o'clock. Okay, cool, because the park opens at eight. Let's, you know, whatever. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, don't wear your wardrobe at home. I don't, I don't even know why my, friend, my friends do it now. I think they think it's easier. I, to this day, I think it's easier. I mean, it's kind of gross, but it's like whatever. Clothes are somewhat, somewhat clean. What are you, somewhat clean? I mean, I, I haven't gotten any sicknesses from wearing fucking clothes from them. I had one friend that had, like, a, a couple of people had skin irritation, so they have to take their clothes home so that they don't get walked on. That's because of the detergent. And I have a friend that does all, washes our laundry, like, in a huge truck. Like, he takes them to the big warehouse. Um, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, you get your shit, and then, like, if they didn't have your shit, you, you, you tell them, dude, like, hey, I need a size 14 in this shirt today, or I need this. Um... You know, it was wild. So I went to my venue, trained, and then from there, from Poseidon, I was there for like three, four months. Um, I didn't have a training budget at the time. It was really rough. Got me trained up. Come to find out. I, I know I'm rambling all over the fucking place, but uh, come to find out. Mayor, uh, you, I was told, okay, like, I was told, like, we 
days prior, like, oh yeah, and, like this sequence, like in the Cold Room Called Sacrifice, where like the war takes up and stuff, the dude has to hop over the chain, like he tripped and fell and knocked his fucking head open. And I'm like, why wouldn't you just put a clip there? <laughs> you know, just put like a little clip, like an alligator clip or something like that, like, you know, a C clamp or whatever, so people can get in and out, like, so they, because it's slippery as shit in there, it's like real water. You know, there's liquid and shit like that, like water, and you gotta put the trident, you know, prop back in for the actors, the actors can come back in the room, grab the trident, use it at the end of the show, put it in the thing, boom, 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 sequence goes again. Uh, so that's why I kind of looked aside, because I said I couldn't do that to say it. I couldn't hop over the, the chain in a safely manner, so I ended up getting transferred to, uh, got rescued first. What a rescue is, is, uh, it's a person that gets put to another venue, so it's like, say if you come into work for the day, but I always hated rescue. <laughs> Your theme park, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you pretty much fucking get called out for the day. So you come to your job, you know, your venue, your lead or your boss calls you out for the day. It's like, hey, I got a person here from like 10 o'clock to 8 o'clock. What venues are need? Who's who called me? Because people call in left and right, especially now with COVID. People are calling out left and right. Uh, who's calling in today? Oh, this person's calling in today. All right, cool, cool, cool. You get fucking sent over there for your shift. You got to go back to wardrobe. Which I mean, the walk time is, you know, not doing take-home clothing is better because walk time gets more on your paycheck. So, I remember one day, I got paid for four hours just fucking walking. Literally went to one venue. Oh, we don't need you. Went to another venue. Oh, we don't need you. I, went to I worked at a venue for maybe an hour. And they go, oh, do you want to go? Uh, we don't need you. We're rescue out again. I got rescued four times in one day. I went to my venue. This one. My last venue for the day was Incredible Hulk. That was my last venue, and they sent me home. The guy goes to me, he goes, you've been paid for four hours. I said, so I got paid a shit ton of, I got paid maybe an hour and a half in walk time. But I had to take the bus back over, or transport, back over and over and over and again. I finally just said, screw it, I didn't walk in. One of the guys in the golf cart our text took me over and gave me a ride back to wardrobe and change. And I went home that day. I was like, Oof. yeah, a lot of walk. So definitely get some walk time in. Um, that's what walk time helps. But, um, yeah, man. So, like, I got to go rescue at, uh, you know, I get called out. They're like, hey, we don't need you for the day. Like, we're not going to stop training because we don't think this is safe for you. So I worked there for about four months and was transferred over to T2. Which, yesterday was T2's third year of being gone. Born, Stuntacular is now in there. To all my friends and family that we worked together for eight years. Love you all. It was a fucking blast. And something that will never be created, be created again. Um, especially with, like... Entertainment and operations, man. Like, we talked to them so much that we were so fucking close. We had barbecues, Christmas parties. It was so much fun. A lot of yelling sometimes, but it, it was all good. Anyway, um, you know, uh, it, it was wild. Like, I got sent over to T2, and I was like, I was like, oh, excited. I was like, oh, what's this gonna be like? What we gonna do? Um, so I ended up going over to T2. Uh, a few months after, uh, one of the managers was like, you know what, we'd like to, the option that was given was like, hey, either you can get out of the company and we can call it a day, or you can continue, we can find something for you. So T2 was it, you know, and I've worked, since from T2, I worked everywhere in the freaking company, from like every venue, I've been every, everywhere. I mean, it was a whole year, a whole summer where I was rescued to every fucking venue. I literally walk in and they're like, hey, you're going to, I'm like, ah, I worked at Barney, I worked at this one, I worked at Kidzone, I worked at, you know, uh, uh, Twister, I worked at makeup, I work makeup I work now. But uh, makeup and Fallon is where I work, so if you see me, say hi. Um and I will say hi to you. Um but yeah, it's been freaking intense work every venue. The only venue I have not worked at uh yet 
is Hagrid's, I think. Hagrid's is the only one I have not worked at. The new Hagrid's Motorbike Adventure. Uh, mystical, mystical Creatures. We, we just called Hagrid's. Uh, it's the only venue I have not been officially put at yet to try it out. Um, I've been at every single venue. I've worked backstage, front stage, guest service. I've dealt with the power outages. I've dealt, I'm telling you, man, we've dealt with some shit over there. We've dealt with some wild hurricanes. We've had hurricanes. We've had been shut down twice since I've been there. Um, but it's been a since I was at T2 for like eight years. Had a good time there with some great friends and uh, great performers that are fucking phenomenal, like brothers and family to me. Um, they've been great. They've been more. Everybody's been super supportive with open mind and. You know, you gotta do this, kid. You gotta get going, you know, and, uh, many, many beautiful coworkers and family. I consider family now because we keep in touch daily. We all were chatting back and forth yesterday because, uh, yesterday was one of our actors, Mark Matthews, who I hope to have on, uh, the podcast with T2 crew, which they've all said yes. It's just kind of getting us all together with COVID and sitting down and just talking about the good old T2 days and maybe how it all began and stuff like that because it's now close. We can really deep dive into it. Um, they have been on a few podcasts, but a few of them haven't. So, like, they're like, shit, I need to tell my story of how I got started. So, hope to have them legitly on and talk with all of them because it's a beautiful thing to have talked to all of them. Because they all, a lot of them have said yes, so it's just going to get a day where we sit down and do that. But it's been hell, like I said, with, with COVID and all this fucking, these layoffs. We knew, we, we knew, like I said, we knew it was coming, but... You couldn't, you couldn't expect this shit, but, you know, being a theme park employee, like, people always ask me, like, what's it like? And that's why I'm here to talk about it, because it's like, this is what it's like. It's like, you come in, no job compares. You can get spit on, shit on, smacked, all in one hour. I have to go out of your rotation, which rotation is, like, different positions. I, everybody's like, what the fuck does it mean? Uh, you know, I've got a lot. Hey, I gotta switch out rotations. You gotta switch out where you're going. So your, your rotation could be anywhere from this spot to this spot. I can't really say... I don't really want to get what the spots are because, like, it's just for safety, you know. But you get a point A to point B, boys, and then you kind of, you know, you maybe can be a four spot, could be a longer rotation, which is a five spot rotation, and then you can go to lunch or you can do what you gotta do. You gotta tell your people you clock up for like a thirty or a forty-five, and you do your thing. Um, but you know, it's wild because you can get yelled at, and screamed at, and spit on. And two seconds, you didn't even start your day, you didn't even clock in yet, and you're walking from maybe the back of house area into the front of the house, which you need to be in full wardrobe and looking presentable for the most part. And then, you know, anybody can stop you from a guest to a manager, excuse me, question, you know, usually I get stopped a lot, you know, question bathroom or, you know, where do we go to do this or what would you recommend us eating or, so it's good to know that. Like, when I started out, like, at the sudden, I was literally thrown through the fucking dogs. Nobody. No one, they bring it for day three, but the day three really, they just show you where to go. Luckily, on my day off, when I first started, I was able to take time off, take a time out. I had the bus that used to the bus for, fuck, how long time? I busted for about five to six years from uh, the house to work. That's a big thing here in Florida, though, because people are like, some people have to bust it because of their, you know, disability, or you can't afford a car, it's just really expensive, you're not getting paid enough. To afford a vehicle and then you have insurance and then Florida's a no fault state and all this shit right to higher state also so it's like mm, you know uh, that's why all my friends in the entertainment industry are like oh shit you know because like they're losing a lot of gigs and they're not able to do any gigs um so I busted for like six years from Universal to there and you know it was days where they try to send you out as a rescue or ER you and you're like ah, I don't want an ER and ER is really released from your job so you don't you clock in but you don't get paid you know 
Then you have ERP, which is a release with pain, which apparently happens, rarely fucking happens. Uh, it's gotta be a special circumstance with the company. It's like, hey, we're gonna pay for the rest of your shift. Go home. Which has happened to me quite a few, uh, probably about six times since the most universal. Two were for hurricanes, and a couple others were for like, hey, like, the venue's not gonna be working, something's not working, so like, we could send you out doing guest stuff, or do you wanna just go home? It's like, bye. <laughs> you know? Bye, Felicia. You know, you take a couple hours off your pay, take your 30 minutes off your pay. Um, but most people are like, I go home. Cause it's like 100 degrees outside. Um, but you, you get fucking beat from the rotation, you have to go back in. You just got yelled at. My guess, like, you're a piece of shit, you don't understand. Taking you to guess they grab your fucking name tag. They, they don't know you from Adam. You know, but they, it's all your fault. It's all you, you are the fucking problem for some reason. They're just bitching because they got in the hotel, they've had breakfast, and you know, we should be treated like kings, but. It is the way it is. I mean, you got some people that understand the, the, the life. You know, things aren't, aren't going to happen. I, I literally used to go to my favorite theme park in upstate New York where things weren't open. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, it's not open today. Well, what do I do today? Well, I can probably just go check out a few shows. And, you know, it, it's, I, we understand. We understand as people that work the theme parks, like, things might not be working properly. And one of my friends was like, dude, I want to see stuff break. And I'm like, why? I want to see, like, behind the scenes. Like, he was dying to see stuff behind the scenes when he came here to, to visit. And we... <laughs> We didn't get that luxury. He got EP. We got E backed off the ET, and he it was the happiest fucking moment of his life. He was like, "This is so cool. <laughs> We're getting E back, and we get to look at all the stuff." And this is like, "You don't like this?" I'm like, "I'm numb to it <laughs> because I've been doing it so long." You know, luckily it's one of the cool scenes where I was able to kind of. For me, they just cycled my ass through. They, everybody else had to get off. They're like, "We'll cycle in through." They cycled me through to unload, uh, back to unload. So I was like, um, "My coolest evac." that I've done was uh coolest breakdown so far President Kong, which my buddy's jealous of because he loves Kong. And it was towards the end with lights all on and Kong was all the animatronic was all lit up and it was super cool. I was like, ooh, it's pretty. And he's very, very, very pretty. So if you want to go see Kong, go see him over at Skull Island. Amazing. Um but you literally fucking deal with shit and come back for more. Like it's some people don't, some people are like <sighs> you know but some guests understand, you know, we go through, and a lot of them during the holidays are annual, like, we call them annual pass holders because they buy annual passes to the parks, because for some people, it's their happy place, and for some people, I mean, when I first reopened, you know, back in June now, uh, you know, some guy came and cried, he was, little you know, tears in his eyes, he, it was his happy place, Universal's his happy place, and I, I can understand for most people, it just becomes their, they get to see, you know, people like myself and others who still work there, and it becomes, because they get to know you as a person, they know who you are, you know. Hi, my name is whatever, hi, my name is Ollie. You know, and they ask about you, and you know, you talk about your favorite football team, and stuff like that, so you kind of get to know them a little bit, and they like seeing your face, they like seeing you, you know, they, they you, you know they're what they want, they're, their favorite rides, their favorite this, their favorite place to eat is this, and that's their happy place. Maybe they work a fucking 9 to 5 that they don't like, but seeing you, and, and you kind of get used to that, it's kind of their happy place, and... My friend's the same way, like, he works for Disney, but, like, Universal's his happy place, so, like, he has to go see Kong, and he has to go do certain monster things, he has to go to the horror makeup show, which I work, you know, and see a certain performer, or see a certain, you know, character that they love, because it's their happy place, and you don't realize that since COVID, you know, what the theme park's really meant for many people. Um, to say, the jump is experience, I think it's true, because, like, you don't, yeah, probably DMV or the fucking OR, you know, you see, you go through... It's controlled chaos and a speed that I've never seen, you know. 
And I worked, I worked on high speed, low speed. I'm in good shape, bad shape, all that shit. Worked on sprained angles and like I worked horror nights and you know horror nights, Halloween horror nights is our Halloween year, which is insanity. Like I don't like working it because it's just people just fucking shit based out of their minds. They don't know where they are, who they are, what they are, and you got to deal with them. And they're puking and they're peeing on themselves and they're shitting on themselves. Trust me, yeah, it happened. I had a guy literally peeing off a banister, like literally so drunk. He literally pissed and collapsed. That's how drunk he was. Like, he blacked out drunk. His dick's hanging all out. Yeah, shit that. Like I said, if I wrote a book, he wouldn't believe me. Wouldn't believe any of our stories. But shit happens. Like, you know, you're like, oh, God damn, I gotta call for a OPD, which is Orlando Police Department. And they're, always, they're always there. I won't say where they are on property, but chances are somebody like, you might be standing next to an undercover officer. They're pretty well undercover, too. I've got stories about that, too, but I can't really. <laughs> I, I told them my coworkers because they're fucking hilarious. One, I'll say one, uh, this guy was cursing at me during Horror Nights. And we're telling him, like, hey, man, can you ship your beverage, please, before you go inside? Yeah, man, you know, fucking guys, this guy's, like, shot shit-based. Yeah, man, I'll do what I want, but I'm like, all right, man, like, just stand there, you know, you guys, I'll get you guys in a second, just finish up your beverage, just take your time. And we'll get the next person, so you can get the next people in, you know, they're, they're there, just, like, have a good time. They go to the house, they're this guy was so shit-based, like, he started, get, like, fighting me, he started getting angry with me and angry with somebody else. And, um, I remember, like, he was like, well, what are you going to do about it, bud? You know, you're going to go rent a cop security? And security's standing there. But the guy had no idea. The guy standing next to me was an undercover officer. And the guy just goes, all right, I've had enough. Just flips the guy, spins the guy around quickly and just cuffs him. He's like, and the girlfriend didn't, she, his girlfriend was so shit-based, she had no idea. She, 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 the friends all started getting angry, and the guy's like, if I was you, and the one dude I was at the house with, I was a bodybuilder, and also, you know, a cop, and he was like, he was undercover, and he was like, man, if she fucking hit me, I would have knocked her ass out. So, yeah, that shit was fucking funny. I was like, they had they were taken to the drunk tank, which, aka, was Universal, or, um, was the T2 pre-show, which is now the Born pre-show. They used to put tables in there. One day I found somebody's freaking hang, I was cleaning up the, the venue, uh, during Horror Nights. And I'm going out there, and there's, like, handcuffs. Like, legit OPD handcuffs. And I'm like, oops, somebody forgot their handcuffs. So I literally brought them to my, my lead and was like, you might want to turn these into security, because, like, somebody must have forgot their department-issued handcuffs. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, stories like that, you would never, you know, you come back, and people are just crazy. You know, starting there in 07, and then now working in, and being a T2 for, like, eight years, and working at the horror makeup show, and going to all these different venues. It's shocking how much I got spit on and slapped and told I was a piece of shit and, you know, I don't understand. And, you know, one guy, I literally was on the job for maybe the second day of my life. It was like, well, things don't happen here, fella. We're going to, you know, we're going to report you. I was like, for what? I was like, okay. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Ship breaks. What ship breaks? Like, you know, Florida's like nothing they've experienced. They're not built for, like, cold weather. You know, it's fucking 100 degrees during most of the time of the year. You know. And your, your cold days are the windy fucking cold days. Your central air is usually on. Uh, just right now, like, you know, my central air is on because it's, it's warm out. Um, when the breezy days happen, it's like 70 to, to 30 in the morning. It's like, ooh, cold. And I usually drink dress in Jake shorts and tank tops, so I'm used to that shit. But it's weird, like, how you can get yelled at in all these weird situations. You have to turn yourself off mentally. And then come back and do it again in the next, you know, six, seven hours. You gotta keep repeating it. And it gets fucking exhausting. It gets tiring. But you come back and do more. Why? 
I honestly can't say the pay is okay. I, I get paid decently now. And somebody, people ask me that a lot. What do you get paid? And I'm like, I get paid reasonably now when I'm worth for you know, the bullshit and stuff like that. You know, I can't say I'm like a billionaire by any means. I'm not making good money, but I'm, it, it pays the bills. You know, for the most part. It paid to start the company, and now I'm a little bit in debt because of, you know, credit card and stuff like that. Shit happens, you know. But other than that, it's not their problem. It's my problem. But they pay me well. They treat me with utmost respect, and I'm grateful for the bosses that I have that allow me to be myself. That's one thing I got to say with, you know, working as a theme park person, you know, it's like working for, oh, it's probably the, probably the fun time you're going to have, and it's probably the worst time you're going to fucking have, because you got people that are happy to understand what you're going through. You got people that know the ins and outs of, like, okay, I'm in a fucking park, and if I treat this person with the utmost respect, he's probably going to do the same to me. And there's some people that are like, Spider Man, boy, you're boss, and it's like, okay, <laughs> sit over there. Fun tip, if you're nice to the employee, they might do nice things for you. You know, maybe. I always tell people, like, just be nice. Like, honestly, like, I could be having a bad day, but if you're, like, chill and, like, asking, don't, don't, like, don't beg me or if you're nice, I'm like, hmm, come here. How many party? <laughs> you know, this is like people on the rides. I'm like, come on, follow me. I had a family that was so upset one time that I was, like, if they're having a fight, this is that Fallon, like, if you got two years ago. It's been two years now, oh shit. <laughs> um, now I'm calling like three years. And, uh, like, kid had, uh, either Down syndrome or something. They were just arguing about something. They had to get a fucking virtual line pass. And they're like, it's been a hot day. And I'm like, you know what, man? I took that family to six. So I was like, you folks want to go in now? And they're like, what do you mean now? I'm like, follow me. I opened this, my door and just fucking brought them right in. They're like, are you? I'm like, you're welcome. Have a good day. You know, I turned that incident into something better, you know, and that family came back out. They're like, Thank you. And I'm like, you're welcome. Like, it, it's all you had. Like, it wasn't hard for me to help you, you know. But there's one thing that I like to do, help people out and stuff like that. But it's like, be nice to the employee, and they may be nice to you. And there's certain things we can do, and there's a lot of things we can do. It's just, be polite. Understand what we have to go through. It's, yeah, you say it's not our fucking fault, but yet you, you're putting the ball on our court to see if we get loud. I've had somebody literally, at 6 in the morning, literally try to fucking test my temper. And I've already had anger management problems. I've already been anger management twice. Court ordered my second time. And, you know, during my community service, I had to sit down with a, you know, guy. I was court ordered to fucking sit down, and we did meditation, which... I had to find out what was going on up here. And I spoke about that in previous podcasts, and, you know, stuff like that. There you go. But, uh, you know, she's like... And she even admitted, she's like, I just wanted to see if you'd get angry. And I was like, early? It's 7 in the morning, we're arguing? Like, what the fuck? I didn't even argue. I was like, ma'am. She's like, I just want to see you flinch. I'm like, God damn. You know, I've learned to like just let shit go. I get paid reasonably now. I'm just like, you know, if, it, if it's minor, you know, people want to bang their heads in the wall, go ahead, go, go at 100 miles an hour. Put your head down like that. <laughs> you know, I don't argue with people. I understand you pay a lot of money, you expect a certain amount, but you have to know there's rules too. We need, we need to follow. And again, like I said, be nice to your fucking employees because like we don't get to see our families a lot either. Like, it was, like, I think my first, like, holiday here. I've never, I think, like, Christmas was weird because we didn't have snow. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Now I'm kind of used to it. I'm kind of, like, numb to it. I'm like, okay, it's Christmas time. Or, you know, Thanksgiving. I had to get so used to working on the holidays. You know, sorry, I got a dry skin right there. Um, 
I think it's so used working with the holidays, like, you know, eating at the theme parks, like eating with my coworkers because, like, we wouldn't see our family for a while. So we'd go for, like, as we call it, like, our cafeteria. I can't, I can't say which one's there. But they're like, tell us what they are. I can't really, you know. Uh, but anyway, you know, you'd sit there and uh, you'd have dinner with your coworkers. They would be your family. You know, you sit there and you have Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner or, you know, with them. And, you know, it wasn't much, but it was something the company would offer. For you to get a free meal, and it could be whatever you want. It could be, they'd have trimmings and stuff like the turkey and stuff like that. Most of us would get like a quesadilla. I'd get like a steak quesadilla or steak Philly, you know, um, french fries, stuff like that. And you just sit with your friends and you just fucking laugh, you know, about your day. And like, hey, you don't know what happened. That bitch said this and that. I told her to go fuck it. For the record, I told four guests to go fuck themselves. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it took a lot of me to, to get that out of my mouth. The one guy, he even admitted to guest services he he did that on purpose. But a lot of the guests I've I've gotten angry with. It, 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 I was I in the wrong. I was in the wrong, but they weren't. They they fired me up so hard. It was like, come on, we kicked. I can't tell how many guests I kicked out of that park. You know, it's just just be fun with the employees. Especially with COVID, man. COVID is the thing. We have no control over the the company what they're going to do with safety. For we're just told what to do. We have to walk with our. We if you think you hate fucking face masks, wearing them in public, we hate them more than anything. I have over fifteen to twenty masks. Some of them are really cool. Um, you know we have to wear those fucking things. You know, months prior we didn't have to wear them. You know, it's but it's a thing on private property. It's owned by you know a fucking company. We have to do what they say us to do. Please stand here. Okay, I'll stand here. Please stand this line. So you don't get hurt. Okay. It's like you don't pass the fucking yellow line because that's where the ride vehicle fucking flies. You know, flies through. There's fucking ride, ride vehicles I stood next to. It's like, coming through. It's fucking flying at like 30 miles an hour. I'm like, ooh. You jump over the fucking thing, it's going to hit you. You know? I've been in tech bays. I've been in some weird shit that I'm just like telling my friends. I'm like, you know. It's, it's insanity. I can't. This job is so fucking insane. On how you come back for more. I think more or less it's the family. You come back for the family. Because these people, they become friends. They become coworkers. They're more than coworkers. They become, you know, you move here. Well, people move here from other states and countries. Go to college here in Florida, and then move on. Some people move on to other jobs, and a lot of us do have other jobs. Like most of my coworkers, about forty to fifty percent of them have other jobs. You know, work for both theme parks because they enjoy it, and it's a fun place to like. What else can you get? All these cool benefits of like going to all the damn theme parks. And, you know, on your time being. And get rewards for, like, hotel benefits or, like, bring your family in. But it's the weirdest thing. I keep telling people it's the weirdest thing of, like, being out in public. And people are like, yeah, they whisper to you. I, case in point, and I'll say this fucking weird story. I went to a wedding up in Upstate, New York. Was it Upstate, New York? Somewhere. I was doing something. Or, no, I was here in Florida. Sorry. I'm trying to remember. I said, like, maybe two or three. It's fucking weird. And I'm at this thing, and I'm talking, I'm like, oh, so what do you do for a living? I'm like, oh, I work for the theme parks, like, work for Universal, stuff like that, my operations. So I, like, I, like, push buttons to make shit go. You know, or just do a lot of, mostly you're doing a lot of guest service, so like, where shit is, diffusing situations, calming people down, just making sure their day's running smoothly, you know? People come in, there's so much they gotta do in, like, one day, there's no fucking way you can do it one hour. I, I told one person, I'm like, there is, if you know the certain times to go in the theme park. You could knock everything out in one day. I've, I've, I've been able to do it with my brother. We did it in six hours. And like my brother was like, wow, we knocked everything out in six hours. I'm like, yep. 
He's like, wow. I'm like, yep, if you didn't have me here, we wouldn't able to do it. Depends on the times you're visiting in the park and stuff like that. You know, what shows to hit, what things to do, who's on set, who's not on set. You know, you know what ride's operating, what ride's not operating, what ride's being down for technical maintenance, you know, stuff like that. Universal doesn't ever fucking shuts down. Only twice, three times that I know of, it shut down because of weather or whatever. Most of the time, even during the fucking thing, like raining heavy, we're still operating. Like during the cold time, we're still operating. It's fucking insane. You know, people go out for dinner and lunch, what have you, to the favorite favorite restaurants or parks. You know, but um, it's insanity. Like, hey, I lost track of what the fuck I was speaking about. Um, but we we never stop. You know, just like we just keep going. And you know, it's fucking insane. It's that family karate that you come back to to do it all over again. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, uh, what else I going to do? That? So I go to this thing. And this guy's like, what do you do for a living? So I'm like, oh, I do work for Universal. This guy makes like, I don't know, like, fucking like dollars $80,000. I don't even remember what he did for a living. And I go, well, that's good for you. Hoping everything goes well for you and everything. Yada, yada. I'm like, all right, cool, yeah. He comes up. Has the balls to tell me. Yeah, like, that's good for you. Like, my daughter's studying whatever over in, like, college. You know? You seem like good fucking money. They don't need, they don't need me, you know? I also, I get out to the parking lot with a buddy of mine. He was like, yeah, I'm like, it was a good time. We had a good time. I'm like, yeah, it was good. I get a report to work in the morning. Where are we working tomorrow? He's like, oh, I got to drive the damn bus for Disney or some shit. I think he was driving a bus for Disney or whatever the fuck it was. At the time, he does all the resorts and stuff. So we're sitting there chilling and shooting shit. And the guy comes up. He goes, hey, um, uh, by the way, uh, do you think you can uh, help us out with a few passes for Universal? <laughs> Dude, you make $90,000 a year to $80,000 a year, and you're fucking asking me for passes? God damn. I was like, nah, man, I'm afraid I can't help you out with that. I literally, this guy was, like, promoting, he was honestly promoting their wealth and what they do. And, oh, we go to the golf course, and we, we go to the, you know, they, they were just promoting their fucking wealth. You know, they drove around in a nice car and stuff like that. These people could easily afford an annual pass, but had the balls to come up and tell me, you know, hey, do you think you could maybe slip me and my wife a pass or two? And our friends, and I'm like, no, no. I mean, do you think you can slip me a fucking few hundred thousand? Chances are no. So, yeah, a lot of times I've had that like twice. I've had people that, you know, kind of embarrass me or kind of like look down upon me. You know, like, what do you do? Oh, Universal. Oh, cool. Um, by the way, uh, we have like four of us coming in, like two, and like my sister's coming in at 10. Do you think you could slip in a pass or two? No, no. Yeah, the second one I've had was like that. They really kind of demeaned me and shit like that. They kind of demeaned, like, oh, you guys work for the theme park and everything. And then I had the balls to be like, oh, at the end of it, you think you guys could, like, slip it up? I don't know how to say it to you, but you think you can uh, maybe help us out with a hotel or a theme park, you know? No. No. Honestly, I only help out friends and family that are, like, friends and family, like, who really don't get that chance to go visit the parks or grateful as fuck. Uh, and a few friends, I'm talking to you. Get your ass here when you can. It's like I said, it's been fucking wild, but that's, you know, it's happened, but, uh, this theme park life is fucking insanity. It, it's something that I will never, I think about it now, and I look back, like, the other day I'm walking out of the park, and it's, you know, it's insanity. Getting screened up for, like, not wearing a mask, or, you know, somebody, don't tell me why I have to wear a mask, I am an American. It's like, so am I, but you're on private property, and once you buy a pass, you decide, 
you know, you decide to follow all the regulations. It's like me going into a, uh, uh, a shop. Like, it says, hey, please put your mask on, or hey, please make sure you're standing over here and follow, you know, sure, you follow fucking directions, because that's what you want to do. You don't go to a fucking gun range and don't put on fucking earmuffs. You know, some people fucking do, and they're idiots, but, you know, as people. Um, it's all about just following directions, doing it properly, and honestly, give respect to your fucking teamwork employees. Uh, it's, it's been a fucking blast, and I don't, it hurts losing a lot of friends that have put their time in, and years into Universal, and Disney in general, like, it hurts when you see us on the news, which has recently fucking happened, you know, it's like, even with unions, um, it's been rough. Universal has been doing it very softly, and I can't, I can't hate Universal for doing it at all. Because they're trying to keep the fucking parks running. We are... When it first happened, when the first layoff happened, I'll speak about this, you know, now. Uh, I went back in the morning and I was at Fallon for a meeting and I can't say who was there or how to get into that building. Um, but, you know, we were told, you know, by heads up, like, things happen, guys. I'm so sorry it's happening. But we got to keep, you know, the fucking lights on and we got to, you know, it's... Epic Universe was supposed to happen, which Nintendo was supposed to happen soon, you know, Epic being where it is now, and uh, they haven't even, like, broken ground, and Nintendo in Japan is happening, and everybody is like, we really could use it here. And I love what somebody told me the other day, one of our state managers, we were speaking openly, because we're, everybody's speaking very openly, you guys can find all of this stuff on Google and Reddit and all this, so I'm speaking it's very openly because it's out there about the layoffs and Universal has been on all of our local news talking about, hey man, we're, we're laying off unfortunately because we can't afford these people right now. And our attendance is what it needs to be. Like right now it's really weird with social distancing and luckily Universal Orlando and Disney have both said they're going to obey, they're going to do their own like capacity, which is good. We don't need, we don't need to rush into this still. A vaccine's not here yet. This isn't here yet. And like I said, in 07, when I was brought in, like, we were cool. Like, we were the most I've dealt with, like, the, like a year ago. <sighs> I was doing, with, one day I walked in the fucking park and these family comes up and they're like, wow, you guys look like you're busy. I'm like, yeah, man, it's real busy. We're sorry we're busy, you know. It's the holidays. And I'm like, it's 53,000 today. And they're like, 50, what did you say? What? It's 53,000 people are in the park today. Like I said, the theme park is controlled chaos. Like, they don't train you to learn this shit. Like I said, I, when, I, when I got rescued in, or when I got brought into the company, I luckily I went to the park and I, I sat, I brought food money with me so I could sit down and eat. I learned every fucking venue, all the back doors, all the indoors, where I could go. So luckily I did because like they threw me to the wolves. I learned all the ins and outs. I learned all the other bathrooms are because I get asked every day where a bath, both bathroom is or whatever. You know, and honestly, it's cool like that the company allows you to go around and, and play in the park to learn the ins and outs of the restaurants and stuff like that. Like, one of the best places to eat. There's a few in City Walk I still haven't eaten it. My favorite one in uh, City Walk is, um, is Cowfish. Like, I'll eat there all the day long. NBC Brew is really good. Uh, Chocolate Emporium is cool. Even though the guys, I don't know if he's still trying to sue you them for like the, the rights of like, you stole my idea of Willy Wonka. So I, I don't know that. That's for reason in, in working in Orlando Sentinel. I don't even know if it's real or whatever. Uh, Cowfish is a good one. If you're in Islands of Adventure, you definitely want to eat at Mythos. Like, we eat there during the holidays because Universal gives us like a 
50% off meal with our family. So what I use, I use all my, like, my gift cards from Universal, like, working butt off, and they give you these cards to turn in. I turn those in for, like, a gift card to Universal in general, and I use that gift card for my meals, like, and I, our bill's, like, next to nothing, which is great. But I still tip the waiter and everything really well, because that's the right thing to do during the holidays, especially when you get all that money off your meal, when your meal's, like, you know, 50 bucks, it's, like, next to nothing, so you should tip your waiter really well. Which I always do. Uh, Calfish is my good one. Mythos is a good one. Uh, Pinnigan's over there. I don't like eating at the Harry Potter ones too much. I mean, I do, but the pre broomsticks is cool. And the uh, Leaky Cauldron is pretty good. Um, but uh, I like eating at Weird Stuff. Our spot right now, because of COVID, has been uh, has been uh, Fast Food Boulevard, a.k.a. Um, the Simpsons area, which is pretty good. They make some the clogger and stuff like that, which is pretty good. I usually get the waffle chicken sandwich, because that's like my favorite. So they um sounds disgusting, but the mayo the mayo and maple syrup syrup is pretty fucking good on your thing and man that 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 chicken sandwich is really on point, so I like that with the tater tots. Um the milkshakes could be better, they're just thick like they're just ice cream in a cup pretty much. But I, pretty pretty sugary, so what I do is I usually put in water. And uh well I usually just get a freestyle cup, which is highly recommended. Um but uh you know, it's been, it's been fucking wild with, you know, you're dealing with all these people, and people are like, how do you deal with all this shit, and you're just like, you just do, and you just do it crazily, and especially, like, they're now, now with COVID, like I said, being this thing, it's weird that the governor's like, we're gonna go to phase three, like, I thought it was supposed to be back until, like, September, and I came back in June. My boss calls me at like middle of not middle of like seven o'clock. Then calls me at eight o'clock. Then calls me at nine o'clock. He's like, "I need you here by Friday." I'm like, "For what? I need you here by Friday to train." So we had to, you know, do a makeup show, and it's good to be back with makeup. And I, my heart squats with the makeup team and and the teams that I've worked with you know, over the years. People, so many performers are fucking losing their spots. So many techs are losing their spots. So many uh, back of house people are losing their spots, and people that have given me the time of day. Said hi to me or always wave to me in the morning. You know, you guys are fucking amazing. And then so many people have like, you guys are just awesome. You know, thank you. And uh, thanking me for being like, me, it's like, I, I hate to say that I'm part of operations, you know, but like, I feel like I'm a fucking nobody, which I, I am a fucking nobody there. But operations is what makes the park go. And it, it, like I said, it's weird. And go back to this topic. I know I'm all over the fucking place in this podcast, but just me speaking my mind about all this and what it's been like for me. Um, it's, we were told, you know, you guys are, you know, operations really isn't getting touched. People have been quitting left and right from operations because it's been so fucking draining on them and their families. It's not that we're not being treated okay, but it's like, I know more things I should know and I can't really speak about it in public. I can't speak about it in a podcast, um, because it's not the right thing to do. It's the air dirty laundry, which I'm not going to, but we were told, you know, directly, like, hey man, like, you know, your, your friends and your friends maybe from, from Creative and Epic Universe are being like, go for the moment. You know, they'll be back, but we don't know when. You know, they were laid off or furloughed or whatever the fuck it may be. And it's so hard for them because, like, they were going to work on Nintendo. A lot of them were doing doubles working on Nintendo in Japan. And here in, uh... <sighs> Orlando. You know, it's so fucking hard, you know, seeing all these people. And then you see the notices coming up of, like, we're not firing, we're not going to be firing or furloughing, you know, or laying off. Hourly team members, you know, we're letting go fucking back of house people. 
And I always tell people, like, you know, be grateful for what you got, because, like, if you're not walking, there's some days where I'm fucking, I'm hissy-pissy, because I'm just tired. It's been, so you, you get into a fucking rut, but at the same time, I'm, like, happy, I'm excited for what the next day can bring. People always ask me, like, what's it like, you know, you know, I was like, why, what, what brings you back? I'm like, number one, the fucking paychecks, you know, the stable paychecks nice to have. Um, but I'm getting decent hours, I'm getting, I'm getting okay hours, what I need. Uh, it could be a little more better. I might have to put another day into work just to make a little, what I need. Um, unemployment was nice. <laughs> I won't lie that. 600 was nice, and I was able to pay a lot of bills off, so I was able to catch up on some bills. Um, but it's understandable. You know, it's hard to walk in and see people that you worked with over time and kind of got to know to see them go. Not because they want to go, it's because they have to, have to go, and their department was either cut, and people who, you know, I never thought I'd put fucking 14 years in, and I thought many times, many fucking times, I thought Universal was going to terminate my, my, my employment, and, you know, thanks to myself and others who fucking said, hey man, he's the way he is, um, came to the point, you know, my mom worked for Disney at the time, she worked for, um, The Lion King show, she, she was a paramedic over there, so I guess my mom was there for about six, seven years, and then mom got brought into Universal, because mom was, she did it, she started getting carpal tunnel and stuff like that, so the way she got hired was a former boss of mine, and mom was a paramedic and all that stuff like that, and she worked with Mike and her boss, um, he saw me outside, I was going to see, my mom gave me a, her, you know, pass to come in, gave me like a main gate to come into the park, and she's like, I don't you know, come on to the park, play around for a little bit and have some fun, so I decided to go, you know, go ride Everest and all these cool coasters. And, as you guys see, I have earrings in these will probably never go away in my lifetime. Probably not. Just who I am. Soul patch is gone for now. Uh, just because of the mask. And it doesn't, it prickles and stuff like that, so. Um, the one thing he told me, and I went to him, because I'd love to have you here at Disney. I'd love to have you here. I'd love to get you, you know, get, get you that pass, get you here, get you working. But three things need to go. And I don't know if you guys can guess what those three things are. First one is attitude. Second thing is the earrings. Third thing was the soul patch. And I said, I can't do that, man. I was like, nah, I'm good. You know, it, it's great that you offer whatever me that, but I, I could never change who I am. Uh, to fit into your lifestyle, to fit into the company's lifestyle. Universal at the time, they were only allowing one earring, which was usually my left ear. And then they allowed two earrings. Finally, they finally... And now, you know, Universal's finally fell into this, the thing of like, okay, you can have tattoos. What you guys see, I have tattoos. These are usually covered up by a shirt. Um, you know, you're allowed to cover them up. You're allowed to have beef. But that was kind of a thing inside the company. I, I was denied a lot of jobs because of the tattoo reason and all that shit. They were never allowed to say it was disability, but I won't go into that deep. Into that deep. But it, you know, that company cost me a few jobs. But it's been weird how the company has changed their mindset of employees to allowing you to be used. And so one thing I can say about Universal is they allowed me, my bosses in general, is allowed me to be, be genuine. I would rather be genuine with a, a guest about, like, the day, how's, how's the day going, how are you doing, and, and not putting on a fucking script, because they're, they're a script, welcome to 30 Rock, you know, which is, you know, welcome to the Horn Maker Show, you don't welcome to this venue, welcome to Cyberden Systems, where I used to work. And I would put that out there, hey guys, welcome to Cyberden, come on through, man, how you doing, welcome to morning. You know, people are like, oh, wow, cool, you know, and it's like, and they're like, you guys are so, like, and the, the vibe that I always get is you guys are so genuine. Um, uh, the thing I hated always uh, as a theme park worker 
was when the Make-A-Wishes came up from, from you know, from Disney to, to us, was saying that we were so genuine. We were so, how you doing? How are you? How are you going? Um, you guys are at least making an effort to make things a little better. At Disney, it's really rough to, you know, do that. And I can attest to that. I've had a problem when I had my annual pass for Disney a year ago. Uh, we had to let them expire anyway because we couldn't afford them anymore. Uh, our bills were just piling up, you know, so we had to, like, take care of those first. And once <laughs> okay, then we can probably get an annual pass. I'd rather have bills paid off first than get, you know, these pass. Plus, I have friends once the park reopens, my family works there. I can squeeze into, you know, to get a pass and go and go play with me at time and have some fun. And that's not hard. Um, <laughs> because I do the well, my best friends, my friends who don't work for Universal, I give them passes to come on into the park. So we can share the love. You know, it's good to spend time with friends, you know. Because we've all worked on the same parks together, and I think that's what it is. You know, you... <sighs> it's that camaraderie that you love, that family that you, you live for, but, you know, the Make-A-Wish stuff, you know, for me, I couldn't even get a freaking disabled pass for Disney. They were really... The one guy was super cool. He goes, you weren't able to get a pass? I said, no, I wasn't. He goes, what do you... And I said one word. He goes, what do you work? I said, Universal. He goes, ah... <laughs> So we started jamming and chatting, and so we, we all knew each other, like, oh, I know the lifestyle that you guys have to live, like, we do too, we know what you guys have to go through, so, I try to give my, my, my Disney peeps some love, and right now they need all the love they can get, all my theme park people can, all the fucking entertainment team, just everybody, it's really rough, you know, and I agree with, you know, how, what our, actually, people should be making, they should be making some great cash, but at the same time, they take their jobs, some do, I'm saying some, I've met a lot, about maybe 20% to take their jobs so fucking for granted. Um, you know, I've had a couple texts I've gotten in fights, literally, Malcolm, you know, walking in between a show, going, what the folks who think need to be fixed? Excuse me? I can't even say that. One guy's cursing at his other friend about something, oh, I gotta fucking do this fucking job. It's like, bro, you're in a, you're in a theme park. You know, be grateful you're not working in a fucking you know, nine to five, running to somebody's house, you know, you're here to fix a fucking light. Things that you're paid to do, and you're complaining, you know, fix a fucking light. Oh, we got a fucking blue letter and all this shit. It's like, dude, be grateful what you get paid, you know? It's like, be grateful you get a job that has benefits, and, you know, you get benefits of bringing your family in the park, and, and, and all this stupid shit, you know? Some of them, a lot of them, I, I at least... 15%, I'm just like, whatever, y'all can go. The other people, man, I am shocked they were like, go. You know, a lot of people, like, good tech service people, like people that would give me the time of day, especially all the cool tech service people that I got to know over the years, um, Universal, like, super sweethearts. I know people that do AV and uh, mechanical work and from our lighting to electrical to all those people, like, all the fucking people, like, a super, super fucking really cool techs that I've got to know over the years, like, fix our rides and um, you know, they walk in, they're so fucking chill, you know, hey man, how you doing, hey man, how you doing, I always say hi to our guys, because it's like, why not, we're all family, man, like, say hi, I always nod to them, and, you know, tap them, and say hello, and they're all super lovely, and they have, you know, whenever I'm walking, hey man, you need a ride here, where are you going today, I'm, oh man, I'm right over there, oh man, come on and hop on the golf cart, man, we're about to head over, fix this thing, what's going on with you, man, how's, how's your mom doing, everything, I said, oh, she's doing all right, so those are the people I love, man, those are the texts that I love talking to, because, so genuine, so lovely, you know, and then you see people that work at other venues that don't even know what department you're in. The funny part is, like, when I walk in, after being at the comedy for so fucking long, <laughs> true story, um, you know, I come in one day, and uh, one of my friends who you guys have been on the podcast yet, Corey, 
uh, Rustatar came in and uh, I look, they say I look like him, but I don't look like him. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> We're so not alike. We wear glasses, I guess we beard. She doesn't have earrings, but, you know, whatever. Or tattoos, which is the weirdest part. <laughs> but, uh, Corey, if you ever listen to this, it's funny because I walk in one day and security is debating on where the hell I work. I go to clean, you know, I'm going in, play my ID, you know, they scan your ID, check, make you know, tell them exactly where you're working, what department you're in. Just says, you know, whatever, whatever, you're green, you're green to come in. So I come in, the guy was like, look at me, he's like, you do, you know, your metal detector check, you know, you know, they know about my rod, my stupid little blade that I bring for my crutch tips and shit. Cause, you know, whatever. <laughs> and the guy, <laughs> debating with the other guy. Hey brother, yeah, like, where do you work? Uh, operations. You don't work in food service? No. You don't work in food service? No. I'm like, why? Is that a problem? Like, should I, should I, should I work for food service? <laughs> So they, they must have thought I was Corey or something. I was like, they, the guy thought I literally clocked. He's like, didn't you just come in? I was like, no, nah, I'm just getting on, getting, just getting on property. You know, to do my thing. Where do you work? I'm like, at the time I was working at Horn Makeup and Fallon. I'm still working at Horn Makeup and Fallon, which I prefer to stay with, you know. Makeup is badass as shit. If you guys have the show, check it out. Um, but the guy thinks I'm fucking, he's like, you work in operations? Yeah, is that a, is that a problem? You know, and he's like, nah, we, we, we just thought you worked in food. I'm like, why would I work in food? Food sucks. No offense to everybody who works in foods, but that's not my, that's not my thing. I don't like, you know, I don't like, that's not my gig. That's not my gig. You know, so. I've done more guest service stuff than I can count. I dealt with two heart attacks. A lady who, lady, a guy almost died in my arms. A uh, lady passed out. That's funny uh, story. She had a DNR, like a DNR wristband on her wrist, like a medical wristband that says do not resuscitate. And I was like, don't fucking don't touch her. And even the health services guy that we had to call up and run up and, you know, I was running, I ran to go get the EED just in case, you know, and the fucking, or the lead fucking got me by the collar. What the fuck are you doing? And the, the health services guy's like, what are you doing? I remember the lead guy's like, his fucking ass shoot out. He's like, yeah, he's supposed to operate that. And it's like, we're all trained to operate the defibrillator. The, the we're all trained to know some CPR. And the AED, for those who don't know what that is, automatic defibrillator tells you everything you need to do. Literally walks you through every fucking step of the way. And you know, how to get compressions, where to get compressions, where to put the straps, where not to, you know. It's so easy. You just point and go. Sometimes you just want to put it on the body just so you can um, just make sure there's pulse so when they get there or the medicals get there, they can just take care of it. That that was a weird one story right there. Oh, they got stories up the ass. Um, but, man, it's been... It's been a fucking while. I knew... This week was going to be the roughest week for theme parks in general. SeaWorld has fucked their people more times than I can count. I'm not even going to get into that front of the, I don't work for that company at Disney. I have so many friends and family that work there, you know, and I feel for them first because, like, once that 80,000 number fucking popped up, and that's company wide. That's from, like, Walt Disney World to Walt Disney, um, Disneyland to, you know, Disney California Adventures that day. When my buddy sent me the fucking private letter that he got, the email that he got, it was like, oh wow, it's not private though because it's made it out there in the public. So, and then there, there, um, the unions. So now they're saying even unions people, the full timers aren't even fucking safe. So, I don't know even with Universal. I mean, I know they're doing what they got to do. I mean, they're trying to keep the company fucking afloat. You know, you're putting all this money in. But it will get back to the story I was going to say earlier with, with the uh, state manager, me and him, and my, my boss had a chat. And um, he was stating that, you know, with all this influx and shit, weird guns are going on, 
he, he hopes that it makes Universal think, start looking inside the park and start rebuilding or re-putting, finishing up projects we should do in the park to bring more tenants into the park. Um, such as like E.T., hopefully, maybe one year getting a fucking revamp. This is not a rumor, it's not anything, it's something we think it should happen, like we think E.T. should get a revamp. It should get updated like with YouTube 2020 specs like animatronics and cooler shit, because that's really a cool venue. Um, you know, what the hell's going on with Sinbad? We don't know. Like, they shut that shit down like fucking hot white on rice. T2 got shut down so fast, you know, three years ago. We didn't even know. I mean, I knew because, like, some dude backstage was measuring shit with laser measure and going, you know, taking measurements and going, okay, okay. And I was like, hey, man, like, what's going on? He's like, I, you're closing? I just don't know when. What he, what he told me, what he directly told me. And he was a cool cat. He was a young cat my age. I'm 34, and he was, like, he was, like, in his 30s. He's like, brother, he's like, you're shutting down. I don't know when. He goes, just get ready. I already plan on leaving T2, you know, then anyway, but shit happens, you know, so you don't know what might happen, you know, but these furloughs, going on furlough fucking sucked because I was getting paid, and then Universal was like, a furlough, and I'm like, okay. I know I was going to make money, adds me, but luckily unemployment kicked in, and that was nice. Getting unemployment was a fucking bitch. Getting on unemployment, now I'm off unemployment. Haven't been on, un haven't seen an unemployment check in a long time, like four months. So it's good to be employed by Universal. It's good to be with the family that I've been with, but it's sad to say goodbye to those who may come back in the future. Those on furlough, still my mom's still on furlough for her medical reasons, but um, you know it's grateful to be with a company that allows me to be myself daily. But it also hurts to see a lot of those friends go. That I won't see. A lot of people gave me, gave, you know, give me, gave, gave me the time of day and gives me the time of day, you know, to like say hello. You know, that high every morning is nice. That beautiful high is like, hey man, how you doing? Or you know, it's to be fucking respectful to each other. And that's the one thing that we, as team members and cast members and whatever the fuck you want to call us, you know, we need to be to each other because it's like, it doesn't matter how much you make. It's like you know, we all work for the same fucking company that tries to be the best that we can be for the guests, you know. Because I had people that had come all across the country and the world. You know, I had one guy, man, walk in. Family, and they're just like, they're right, fucking off. Like, like they're just smiling at the globe. They're smiling at City Walk. And I'm like, what the fuck are they smiling at? And it's like, you realize, like, for them, they don't get to see any of this. For us, it's like, we're so fucking numb to the to the, the restaurants. We're so numb to the, the venues. We're so numb to, like, the stupid shit. But they, to them, it's like everything. I remember this, I'll tell you this fucking cute little story. And I don't know, I was having a bad day. I got to fight with a, a lead, which is like a day, your, your day boss. You know. You know, got to like a, a little argument. And this lead was like in my fucking face about some real stupid shit for the day. I had some real, real stupid shit. And I remember this, this little kid, <laughs> had to be no more than eight or nine years old, man. Had like his, losing his teeth and shit. Had maybe a few front teeth. And he had to be like a little, little shit. Cutest little shit ever. And I had like a bad, I had a bad, bad thing with the lead. And I'm supposed to load the fucking pre-show for T2, and you gotta load them in the pre-show, and you gotta get everybody ready, and, you know, for the next show, the actors are getting ready, getting all the guns ready, getting, everybody's getting position, text for all position, and your job is to fucking make sure that it's going smoothly, you make sure they have glasses, make sure they have this, making sure this is going, you're just making sure the shit's moving. And I had this little shit, I call him a little shit, because he's a cute little bastard. <laughs> he, I had to turn myself off so fast with anger. 
And he comes running, not running, but he comes walking on you, and he's got the biggest fucking smile on his face. Why, you couldn't fuck his day up for nothing. And literally, he gets a torch salad bar, which is not the born. Has no salad bar, which for the cars now is in the born cube. And I think I put those up on Facebook. But you can you can go on YouTube and find them now. Uh, T two, uh, if you watch my T two walkthrough in the podcast, you'll see what I'm talking about. The little caliber, which I got busted for that one. I don't know, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, so ah, uh, you know, the kid comes up the salvar and he pulls himself up a little bit. Now his tiptoes and his his eyes were fucking beaming. His mouth, he opened his mouth to smile. I reached down and I handed him a pair of glasses. I'm, I'm like, I'm a pissed off little cat. You know, I'm like angry about the fucking conversation we just had at the fucking pretty show about something stupid. You can't be doing that. Like, God, shut the fuck up and listen to our job. What I, I, what I wanted to fucking say to her. But, you know, I just, I, I, I did my fucking job. But then a little kid comes up, man, and he'd be more, no more than eight or nine years old. Maybe even like six or so. I don't even remember. Losing his fucking teeth. Like, blonde hair little kid. This happiest little fucker could be. Cute little fucker. And he runs up and kind of walks up and he's so happy looking at all the posters on the wall. He's like, and you gotta, you gotta like play this character as a fucking security guard in this fucking cyberdyne facility. And he is the happiest little shit. Pulls his arms up across the thing and smiling, beaming with nothing but the biggest smile. And I'm like, hi dude, welcome. You know, welcome to Cyberdyne. And he goes, I'm so happy to be here. Like, he was like, this is the cool, and the smile. And I hand him a pair of glasses and then he goes, he just smiled and said thank you, and I was like, you know what? I need to fucking I didn't turn myself off with this fucking angry face that I had about the incident I just had like two seconds ago. This fucking lead and this kid was happy as could be, loved the show, loved the interactions. His parents were all like happy they had a backpack on. You know, this little kid changed my whole fucking outlook for the day. I was like, fuck, you gotta be happy. You know, brought them in the show. And the kid was the happiest little shit he could be, and he had his little 3D glasses, and he fucking loved everything about the show. And that's the thing that makes you come back to the theme park. It's like, no matter what happens, you do it for them. You do it for the people that haven't been. You know? You put on that little fucking uniform, or that outfit that you wear, and that little fucking, you know, the theming that you're supposed to do to for them, for those certain people, you know, and other people, you know? They just enjoy seeing you, you know. They're so happy to be at their happy. As they call it, the happy place, because like the one dude who just came back, and a couple people, many families have come back, and it's like the, the Universal is their happy place. It's that you know, or the theme parks, or the Sea World, or you know, or a certain ride or venue. Like I know more makeup shows, everybody's happy place because I've been told that. Like one guy could, are you open? Where's that? You know, and he goes running down. He goes, "Oh my god, you're right!" And he started like weeping. And he's like, "I've been waiting for this, and it's been so long, and it's like so good to see you guys back." And I'm like, yeah, "Dude, it's great to see you too, man. I have no idea who you are, but it's good to see you too, man. You know, so you know, oh, oh, what would you like me to stand in? And people are being very respectful, like where they want us to stand and stuff like that. So, you know, I really hope that this shit gets better. I, I don't. No, and, you know, everybody's like, oh, November will be better. I'm not going to get into politics, but, you know, people need to realize, like, this is bigger than us. Code's bigger than us. This whole entire, you know, economy's bigger than us. It's, we need to work together to make it be, and, and be a part of the fucking puzzle that needs to work. And I, I realized, you know, it is 
she, like I said, don't be fucking, don't take anything for granted right now because it's been really rough. I have friends that have lost their jobs, friends that might not be getting their jobs, and this is not only from Universal and Disney and SeaWorld and, and many others, but, you know, it's hard. It's hard to see your friends go and do other things and people like, I'll find a better job. Nine times out of ten, I've had everybody who left Universal has come back. No fucking one. I've had friends who literally left and they come right back. You know, like, they'll be gone for maybe two, three years, and I'll see them back in, uh, sorry, uh, see them back in some form of capacity. Either it's a food services, or it's a fucking a backstage role, or it's back of house, or it's trucking, or it's whatever, they're back. At, you know, they're back doing whatever, and I'm just like, you told me you would never, I had a friend, case in point, said, fuck you, everybody on the list, wrote fuck you emails to everybody. He burned so many bridges on his way out of that company. You know, he's like, fuck you, I'll never work. And then moves all the way to his fucking country. He moved to some state. I forget what he was fucking doing. He kept saying it was going to be the biggest, best job ever. About a year and a half later, I get an email. through like Facebook or Messenger or whatever the fuck it was. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, hey, I'm all right. How you doing? Like, how's everything with your life and shit? And he goes, apparently the company laid them all off. And there was no jobs where he was at. And he... Thought the fucking grass was greener on the other side. And. Sadly it wasn't. And. Uh, he texts me. He texts everybody that he knew. He was like. Are you still with Universal? I'm like yeah. He's like. Hey do you think you could put the good word in front of me. And be in the wife and the kids are planning on moving back down to. Uh, Florida. You know. To find a new job. And maybe I can get something at a warehouse or something like that. But right now it's been really fucking rough. And. You know, we're like on Hollywood's end, and it, you know, we thought, you know, it's, it's just been fucking devastating. And I said, hey man, like, I'll give you names and numbers, but I don't think any of them want you back. You burned fucking bridges. And he did, he burns a lot of bridges with a lot of people. So, I don't remember what happened. I know he moved back then to, he moved to Florida, somewhere in Florida. I think he's either working at a Amazon or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, it's the case of don't burn your fucking bridges. No matter how bad you hate the fucking company, don't burn them. And I know some people from Universal will be watching this and listening to this, and you know, uh, it's been a while for me. It's been a wild ride. It's been very, very painful. You know, this past week and this past fucking five months, I've had more friends leave the company and come back. And like I said, I don't know if it's my last year with Universal for the days I'm working. I'm probably gonna be working only one day a week, just for my own sanity. Um, and I need to focus on my own stuff anyway that, you know, bring me joy, because the company's been good to me, it's been good to be there, it's just, for me, uh, in general, you know, it's just, I feel like I'm, I'm plateaued, I'm plateaued where I need to be, I'm plateaued where managers don't want to move me around, I have great managers now, and I've had great managers that have been amazing, and I can't thank my bosses enough that I have now, because they've been, I've been, I don't know where I found these people, but they've been fucking amazing. They're just awesome. They make the day awesome. Um, they're very beautiful. You know, and that's what bosses should be. I've had bosses that try to be your friend, but my bosses that I have now are fucking awesome. And, you know, I have a cast and crew that I get to work with daily that are like family. And it's been a pleasure working with them for over 10 years. And, um, like I said, man, it's been weird. Like I said, being from hired and fired in one day. And then a year, like two years later, going back home to visit family, you know, 
And I literally walk into this year's in Roebuck that I was fired, terminated from. And I remember I was being followed by security. I walked in there and I told my buddy, I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be in here. I know it's been a few years since this shit happened. But uh, I walked in and literally I was being followed. And then I I walk up and I, we were going to get something. We were going to get something for something. I don't know what. We had to get something for a tractor or some fucking grill thing. We had, I, I guess somebody was buying. And a uh, few people recognized me. You know, they recognized who I was. And they, one guy goes, uh, What the fuck did you, did you say? It? He goes, Oh, yeah, somebody was like, Oh, are you going to give us a gift card on that? I was like, Nah. It's like, I'm not the one buying it. And the guy's like, How you doing? Because I, I looked, you know, I was, you know I, was, I was in shape and had a fucking tan. I got tan now. My arms are fucking tan from. If I take the Apple Watch off, you can see I got tan marks literally being outside. <laughs> I miss my lobby. And the guest miss the lobby too, so. Not the Horn Mega Show. Uh, but right now it's being utilized for COVID, so, sadly. But it is what it is. We gotta all work together. Um, but, uh, I get there and the guy, security guy, like, somebody else, somebody spotted me. Somebody else spotted me. They're staring at me and I'm like, how you doing? And they're like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm alright. They're like, oh, well, where are you working now? I'm like, I'm actually out of the state. I'm actually in, uh, Florida. You know, working at Universal. And they're like, you're fucking wide-eyed. Like, wait, wait, you? I'm like, yeah, I've been with Universal for like three years, you know, three, four years now. And, uh, Sears now, like the one that I, I worked at is now fucking bankrupt and all that other shit. They, they ended up closing and shit. I asked my friends, and like, my friends work, you know, used to work there. And my friends was like, yeah, they, they, they gave us a fucking severance package and shit. And, uh, shut us down. You know, so. Maybe it wasn't a bad thing. Um, it's weird, you know, it's weird, you know, going from fucking hired and fired into a company where I'm becoming a theme park. Worker, which nothing, nothing will ever compare to this. Like I said, unless you work for fucking the DMV or you work for a fucking tax office where it's like a lot of influx people per hour. I mean, shit, we put through. I was like, me and my buddy Tim Stone were fucking this thing, and uh, this lady was complaining about something, and we're like, yo, um, why don't we do, you know, when we get some food? She's complaining about having 100 people walk in. And me and Tim look at each other, we're like, we just dealt with fucking... Tim's like... Pfft. Should I tell her? I'm like, go ahead and tell her. So Tim's like, you dealt with a hundred people? Yeah, we see that we see like a thousand in fucking an hour. We do, we see like almost maybe a thousand to two thousand in an hour. We've hit like eighteen hundred, you know, between an hour. It's fucking rough when you're cycling fast. When you're moving and grooving, like on a conveyor belt, and you're moving people through the ride, and getting through, getting through. People are throwing up, getting sick, you know, people get hurt, people are getting ill, people are, you know... Lost, lost kids, lost it, you know. Um, Terminator, man, I still don't know how I did it. <laughs> 708 per show is our maximum. We have hit that number during the summers. We have hit the, I mean, we were doing cycling fucking full shows every 10 minutes for three hours. A lot of fucking people. You know, you're dealing with people from like heart attacks to, that was my second to last day at T2, two minutes, and a guy who had a, Fucking heart attack, literally. And there was a lady yelling at me. Literally yelling at me. You need to keep your CPR. I was like, I was checking that. I checked his pulse, got on my knee, checked his pulse, I called for my lead. I was like, yeah, we need uh, health services. The guy shit himself. My, my man, Roberto, was in the theater, just cleaning it up and she'd get ready for the next set. And uh, Rob goes, like, Rob goes, oh my god, you can fucking smell it. Rob goes, you okay? I said, yeah, man, the guy just fucking had a heart attack. Just came back to his, <laughs> checked his pupils. Pupils were fucking dilated a little bit. But he was back. And, uh, 
I was like, holy shit. So we ended up getting him to health services, which luckily behind the building, so they were already there. They got an ambulance there in like seconds. Um, and uh, they uh, they must have been on problem. I don't know how the fuck they got there so fast. But they were there in the meantime. Remember the health services guy? Because walking up front, he just, you know, because we do his run to his rounds. And I go, hey, he goes, hey, man, you doing okay? I said, yeah, I'm doing all right. I said, yeah, man, like, what the fuck happened? Like, uh, I said, you want to hear something stupid? He goes, yeah, I go, well, you okay? I was like, yeah, also, this was around. You just had a, you just had a minor heart attack, you know, and pretty good, you know, he passed out and his heart fucking stopped. And he came back too. His heart was fucking, either was on nitro or something like that. I don't remember. I don't know the whole story. But, um, I remember telling the health services guy, I was like, oh, you're something fucking stupid. He goes, what's that? I said, the lady was telling me to give him CPR. She goes, what is she, what is she fucking stupid? You know. He's like, you don't give somebody who's back or, you know, heart and arrhythmia CPR. You'll fucking, you'll probably kill them. You don't shock them or you. The goal of CPR is to get their back into fucking sequence. To get their heart back into the correct beat. The arrhythmia. To get the arrhythmia back to where it needs to be. <laughs> You're telling me to give the guy CPR? He doesn't need CPR. He's back at it. He's back. He's back. He's doing his thing. You know, it's crazy. Uh, the guy was definitely up there in age, probably about 50 or 50 or 60. You know, the oldest person I've ever dealt with, which is a cool story, um, had to be 80 something years old. I was working at Men in Black. And I was like, my, I think five years then. I think I got my five, five or six years then. And the lady. I remember I was at, like, fucking Grouper. Not Grouper. I was at, a uh, QC, which is, like, the person that controls the line and shit like that. And, uh, and, uh, her husband comes up and he, he was, like, in the army and shit. And she goes walking up and they both have their souvenir cups. And I go, oh, folks, are you riding today or just waiting? I was like, oh, yeah, we're riding. And they were, like, expressed. I'm, like, put them up. I was like, and I was like, she looks young, man. She looks fucking good for me. I was like, so I remember. I was like, oh, you're gonna be riding? She's like, oh, yeah, I love, I love this ride. This is my favorite, one of my favorite rides. The husband here, he's gonna wait, you know, he's gonna wait for me, he doesn't want to ride today. So I said, uh, so what the hell is your secret to like the longevity? I think she read it like twice. Because she wanted to get a scar high score. I go, How old are you? And she told me her age. I went, No shit, what's your secret? And she goes, I have great sex and no expensive small shit. And I started laughing. <laughs> I took my third comment off and started laughing. I was like, Wow. You know, crazy. But yeah, man, that was like the oldest person I dealt with. Um uh, I've had people that were 101, like, do the whore makeup show and stuff like that, but probably the oldest, the oldest person I put on a ride was 83 years old. Fucking crazy. And she loved it. She wrote it, like, five times. Loved it. She said that I knew all the ins and outs of, like, each sequence. Like, her husband was, like, her husband and her wrote it together a lot. So, like, right on. I don't know if she's still kicking. I haven't seen her in a while. But I do see my normal past old thing, but... Where are we at on time? Holy shit. Man, it's been a long one. I've just been fucking rambling. And I'm sorry if this podcast sucked for you guys. I'm going to talk about my life theme park life. What it's been like for, you know, us theme park workers, man. It's been fucking, like I said, it's been fucking insanity this past week. And it's been painful for a lot of co-workers who are now out of work. State managers are out of work. Technicians who are out of work. A lot of our techs, a lot of our back of house people are gone. That's just fucking horrific, you know. I wish them and their families nothing, nothing but the best. Like, they'll be back, I'm sure. It's just Universal is just going through and cleaning as much budget as they can right now because it's, it's hard. It's hard paying somebody when you ain't got the money. You know, it's, you know, unemployment's another thing. 
We lost so many fucking good people, so many good state managers, so many good techs, you know. And uh, my heart goes to their family, man. It really does, like, you know, it's rough. I keep thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, my job sucks, it's, you know, it's this and this. And like I said, you know, being fucking, from being hired and fired in one day to back the next week to, to work and being with the company for fucking now almost 14 years, you know, almost 15 in April, if I make it, you know, it's enough to me, it's up to the company. But like I said, I'm blessed to have really great bosses, um, really good people that I work with, really good coworkers. You know, um, I'm blessed to have all that, and I, I, to be honest, you know, I get that, it gets told me every day, like, you know, what's it like being disabled, and then, you know, having to do this shit daily, and, you know, it's like, they never take nothing for granted, even though I walk with crutches, you know, it's like, I, it could be fucking worse, I came from, from crawling to a wheelchair, to fucking crutches, to people not giving me the chance to do anything, to starting a company with a business partner, which, I see you, motherfucker. I saw you work out the other day. Good, good job, man. Fucking lifted 174 pounds. Good job for you, man. Fucking dead lifted 174 pounds, John. Good job, brother. Proud of you. But, uh, you know, it's fucking crazy to fucking be doing this. And, uh, you know, you take, you should take nothing for granted. It fucking sucks. Yeah, you're broke. Yeah, this happens. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, I wish I had this, this, and this, and this. But, you know, I, I take it one day at a fucking time. And I wish life, I always tell people, my ghost life was easier, but we'll make it through. You know, um, I have nothing really to be complaining about. Otherwise, I'm broke. I've got credit card companies coming after me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's COVID. I'm being paid bare minimum to pay bills. And, you know, it's okay. You know, it's a rough time for everybody. But you have people that are, you know, really... <sighs> Like, really fucking trying to make ends meet and can't, and we're in an election year that's fucking insanity. I cannot, I'm not very political, so I'm not gonna really talk to any of that. And I don't want this podcast to be about that. Um, but, it's fucking insane. It's fucking insane that you wake up one day and you don't know if you're gonna have a job. That was me, though, for like fucking months when we were off. I was like, Okay, open mine's still running. Open mine's still doing a lot of shit. I did a lot of fucking head brackets, a lot of fucking things for pro bono, and uh, luckily I was able to wear a lot of that off in material time and um, getting more material. So I was able to help people that were in need with COVID and, and donate some gloves and my Nurtile gloves for the resin printers and um, help people in definitely in need with helping getting their printers fixed and people that were trying to, uh, you know, get their stuff up and running and. I feel blessed with doing that. I'm not a very religious person, but I believe there's much more than me, much more than us as a human race. You know. I don't know when this is going to fucking end. I don't know what the next goal in mind is. I know for me in general, um, it's to look somewhere else. Honestly, I've, I've never told... There's not that way much more than I feel now is to like make sure you have another thing lined up because... You don't know the thing you're working on right now is going to last long or what it's going to be. But, you know, uh, take it one fucking step at a time. Because, like, tomorrow's not guaranteed. You know? That's why, like, I, I 
was telling my girlfriend a story uh, that happened to me a few months ago. The credit card company discovered fucking called me up. I'll say who the fuck they are. I don't care. Because um, I owe them some money you know, for the business and stuff like that. I, I owe about eight grand. And, and credit card debt. You know, just credit card bills and stuff like that. And I'm dealing with all that. And, you know, it's just things I needed for the company. And then I've been doing a lot of things pro bono and trying to make the company work and, and working my ass off trying to do things. And, you know, uh, they finally called me up and they kind of tried to, like, quietly threaten me with, you know, you, you owe this and this and you can't afford this. Right? And I said, no, I can't afford it. Things are going on. We moved to the house and the house is a whole fucking mess of what it was, you know, with all that falling through now that we're, I'm in my room recording this and this is where we're going to be recording mostly. Um, you know, and the paying fucking rent and mortgage and, and, you know, it was fucking rough and explaining that to them and I remember them saying to me, trying to threaten me, and I'm like, you know, and I know a few of you are listening on the fucking line trying to threaten me, and, and you know, whatever, with your attorney or whatever, um, you know, I paid you back in more, more in interest, I covered more in interest payments than I did what I owe, you know, so if you're trying to threaten me with taking my livelihood and all this shit, go, go ahead, take it, you know, it's like, you know, I, I, I laughed at them, I was like, guys, you're threatening somebody who who doesn't have much, but is trying to do much with what he doesn't have. You know? You know? So, I'm trying to do a lot with what with little I got. And, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, you got to understand we need our money. It's like, you've been paying back more than, than some of my fucking interest payments. So, don't. Don't even. You know? I was grateful when the stimulus had come out to pay my brother back completely, so he's completely paid off. So, you know, one step at a time. I'll be, I'll be out of debt soon. I'm sure. I'm dealing with the national debt relief right now, and it's, I haven't been able to pay payments on that. COVID, COVID has fucked many people, and I'm pretty sure most of these credit card companies are going to be like, oops. You know, it's like, do you really expect someone to fucking pay that? It's either put, you know, put food on the table or pay the power bill or pay you, and you can fucking more than likely wait. You know, I don't think anybody has a problem fucking not paying you for a while. So, um, yeah. Been fucking wild. It's been wild. You know, but that's my life story with this whole thing. You know, it's like, you know, I started at Universal and get going, get going. Didn't think I was going to make it to fucking year two, did. Made it to year three, made it to year four, made it to year five. Year five was fucking interesting. Got a laptop bag just sitting over here with a Universal 5 year pin on it. Got my uh, 10, 1, 10, and 5 sitting on my desk in front of me. And, uh, you know, it's wild. You don't think. Especially for me, I was like, you know, I'm in operations. Fucking, I'm a fucking nobody. <laughs> it's shocking, though. My, my, Pernesco, you those who you know who he is, his sister works for a blood lab. Like a lab. It does a lot of, like, blood work and stuff like that, so. And she's running labs on somebody from Universal, and she goes, I'm gonna see if they know Ali. <laughs> she said, she goes, do you know a guy with crutches who works on, like, the horn makeup show? And they're like, yeah, I know him. It's like, god damn. She's like, Ollie's a celebrity, so apparently I'm known. You know of me, you don't know who I am. I was something. you know of me, you know of me, you don't know who I am. I may have said hello to you or whatever, but you just try to say hi to people, you know, be, be yourself, be genuine, and fucking be loving to everybody, you know, so. I don't know what the next fucking months to come, I really don't, you know. 
I don't know what open mind's gonna be doing. I know what I'm gonna be doing with open mind. It's just one step at a fucking time. I got to play some ZBrush today. Played around with that. I'm looking into VR. Uh, you know, so I would like to get maybe maybe get a VR headset for digital sculpting. So I'm looking into that. Maybe that would be more uh, awesome. But we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, it's well. Yes, I did look at the PS4 and the, the Xbox Series X. Uh, probably around tax time, maybe. You really just need to go to credit cards and you pay those fucking things off. Because, uh, you need credit to get around the world. But, it is what it is. One thing at a fucking time. COVID's not going anywhere, that's for damn sure. Um, but one thing I can say, guys, you know, please, for the love of God, be kind. The theme park workers are going through a lot of shit right now. And, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't, you know, the other jobs, but, you know. It's fucking wild. It is really wild. You don't know. You don't know. I don't take anything for granted. You know, check on your friends. Make sure they're doing okay. I am going to sign off and have some coffee. I'll probably have some dinner. Because it is 5.11 right now. And, uh, I wish you guys nothing but the best. It was good talking to you. Good podcasting with you. I'm sorry this is a rambling fucking episode. I've been rambling back and forth of like topic and whatever. But, uh, you know, it's, like I said, it's been a really little time for theme park employees in general. You know, we're here for you. You're here for us. And we really put our fucking time in for, uh, stuff like that. So, uh, check out the phone. Actually, the one phone call before this, I was talking with BBB, better business bureau here in Florida, looking to get uh, registered with BBB. So now I have a profile with BBB. I'm just, I haven't paid the, paid the bill to, uh, get all certificates and, and, and certified and all that shit like that. They look into the stuff. But pretty cool. Um, anyway. I will talk to you guys later. I love you all. Hope your week goes well. Have a great weekend. I will talk to you hopefully next week. I will probably get in podcasting mood. And hopefully get some more people on. And hopefully uh, we'll see what happens. Alright guys. Love you. Keep an open mind. Have a good one. I'll see you. Keep an open mind.